Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another Babus to Babus podcast. I am your Helms Captain Commander Sue, aka Babus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Chi. <laughs> your other podcast host. AKA Babus. <laughs> welcome, 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 welcome back, welcome back. So how how's how's things been going with you? Good. All right. I, I mean, I see you every day. I don't know. I don't know why you're asking me that I'm question. Just, you know, sometimes, sometimes, even though we see each other every day, sometimes you gotta ask each other how we are. You know, <laughs> all I have to do is look over and see what you're doing. Yeah, if you have a sad face, then I'll I'll say, "Why are you sad?" If you're laughing, I'll say, "Stop laughing." <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's the essence you, of this you, relationship. You can't laugh without me. Yeah, you can't have any happiness. <laughs> happiness is shared. Happiness has to be shared. Sadness is yours alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pain and discomfort is all yours, but happiness yep. has to be shared. Rude. Anywho, what's the topic today? Well, today is Monday, Monday. October nineteenth. Uh, correct. So it is current events day. Current events. Well, current events maybe. <laughs> we got. We need a. Some um, of these news are like you know like two months two, old. <laughs> <laughs> it's current. But to, to us, us, it's current. This is our current events. <laughs> Did you know that the Titanic sank? <laughs> We're current only events. a couple years late. Yeah, current events. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, what's on? Uh, what's the first first on the chopping blocks? Um, Kanye did Kanye. A, a shout out on Twitter to Joe Rogan to be featured on his podcast, and I think this all has to do with like you know his presidential campaign because you know how Joe Rogan's podcast is such a big platform. Yeah. That I mean, there you go, free, free marketing right there, free advertisement. Do you think Joe Rogan gets paid to have the guests come on? To oh, his that's show? a good point. I've never thought of. I don't think so. I think he gets paid enough just to do his podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, like, like he gets paid f- from like, um, like ads and stuff that right. like, that's on his podcast. Right. But I wonder if they like because his podcast is so big now. Do do like their um, what do you call those people? Their managers, mm. like Joe Rogan's manager. You know, we'll talk to the other person's manager and sure. then they will like work out a deal and they'll like pay Joe Rogan to come onto his podcast. You know, I don't know. I've never thought of that before. Yeah. Like, do people who host SNL get paid? Mm, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's the thing. Maybe it's such an honor to just host it that like they don't want payment. Right. Like, do hosts from people or celebrities who host like Grammys and things like that get paid? I think they do. Oh, yeah. I think Grammys they mm. get paid. Cause that that's like that's different. That's a job, mm. you know. But hosting N- a- SNL is more like a event. You know, I don't think Joe Rogan gets paid because to be able to have that big name celebrity on your show, you're already attracting enough attention that you're going to get paid tons more from the number of views. That's true. You well, know? I guess it depends. So if he gets Kanye on his podcast, people are like, "Oh yeah, I gotta listen to Kanye. Kanye is gonna have something." interesting to say i think it depends on the guest i think if it's like kanye then they don't pay but if you have like a movie to promote or something like that you know then maybe you pay just to come on so then you can promote your movie 
But does Joe Rogan usually invite people who are promoting things to come on his show? Uh, he 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 does it. He like he does it, but it's very rare. Exactly. So I don't think anybody would really like. But then, but the thing is, like, maybe it's like very rare that he gets paid. Mm, you know, sure. Have to come on. Like if someone said, "Hey, Joe, I'm gonna pay you, let's say, ten k, or, or yeah, a hundred k, just so I could come on your show and promote my, I don't know." Movie, yeah, yeah. I know there's someone that has come on to do that, mm. but just like very far, it's like far and few. Mm. And uh, yeah, I think most of the time, Joe Rogan, I don't think, I don't think you he he asks for payment, yeah, because you know the, because the audience knows, that he gets right. from it already builds it up, you know, right. already just payment itself. So yeah, so what were you talking about <laughs> <laughs> before? Before you interrupted, <laughs> no, I think he wants to go on the Joe Rogan podcast so that he can uh, market his president um, campaign, uh huh, as well as maybe more so to promote his church. Dude, he's <laughs> Dude, he just quit it with the presidential campaign, all right? No, but it's all part of his plan. Yeah, I know. It's, to it's pro- just it's to, to get, garner um, attention. I know for his uh for his church. Or his album, whatever, you know, or his clothing line. Or his church album. <laughs> Maybe. This is going to be a, an a album, album full album of about Christian clothes. songs. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be a church album, but with him, like, in his clothes. It's called Yeezus. <laughs> Yeezys. But I think it's a good idea. I mean, you know, Kanye has a big audience. Joe Rogan has a big audience. And right. I, I think Joe Rogan said that he's been interested in talking with Kanye. Yeah. Didn't you say that like uh, Joe Rogan and Kanye had like an hour conversation on the phone already? Mm-hmm. But this was like a long, long time ago, though. It wasn't mm. recent. They had a conversation over the phone and Joe Rogan was talking about how interesting Kanye Is. was. Yeah. yeah. And how Joe Rogan can listen to him talk forever because Kanye has a lot of interesting things to say. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, sometimes, like, they might not be, like, the most wonderful things you want to oh, hear sure, him say, but, but it's, yeah, I agree. You know, but it's things that are so bizarre, you're just like, what? Really? Yeah, like, like, that's crazy. Like, when Kanye was talking about how uh, slavery was a choice. He was like, come on, Kanye. Like, he was talking about how, like, slavery was, like, going on for 200 years. And so, at a point in time, it becomes a choice. And I was just like, Kanye, dude, don't say things like that, man. Like, yeah, but I mean, it is interesting, though, <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah, it's like, but the thing is, like, he believes it, you know, oh, yeah. so, so I guess it's kind of like, I don't know, I do want to hear a podcast with Kanye, just kind of want, like, you know, to his inner thinking. You think it'll be like a four hour long? No, nah, I don't think so. You don't think so? I think it's probably going to be like an hour 30 to two hours, maybe mm. two hours 30. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it'll be four hours though. But I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it was four hours. I don't think Kanye has that much time to give Joe four yeah, hours. Yeah, I think so too. I feel like Kanye is too very, busy. Yeah, I think he's a very busy guy. He doesn't have that time. But at the same time, it's like he's so eccentric that I believe that doing a four-hour podcast is not something out of his sure. realm. You know, like yeah. it's something that he would still do anyways just to do it. Yeah. But, I mean, I think it would be good. I'm interested, you know. Like, if he does do a podcast with Joe Rogan, I'm in. I'll listen. What else? Nothing. 
But um, all right, I guess from there, let's go to a dark topic. Uh, apparently in France, there was this um, extremist who beheaded his teacher because his teacher decided to show a comic of the Prophet Muhammad. What do you mean an extremist? You know, those people who are like extreme... Um, like extreme lefts or extreme right? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like who like believes in... Um, extreme socialists? Things uh, like that? Yeah, but in like... In the... Um, what do they believe in? The the Muslims religion. Is it? You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I need to be more educated in religion. Yeah, like we're not educated, but but he was he was of um, Muslim descent. Oh, okay. So he was a Muslim. Yeah. Right, and he saw the. Um, the comic the teacher was showing about the Prophet Muhammad, oh. but the teacher, but the teacher was showing it as a as a representation of free speech, not to badmouth, you know, the the religion itself. Right. But the kid took it as a you know because Muslims, they they, um, they don't they don't want pictures or any depiction of the Prophet, mm-hmm. the Prophet Muhammad. You know. Right. No pictures, nothing like that. So because yeah, that's what it says in the Bible, right? And because they did it in France, I think like it's like 2015 when a uh, company did a comic strip on it, and that that um, that news place got blown up. Oh, you're right. Or not, not blown up. I think got shot up. Like somebody, like uh, a group of extremists went in there and like like oh blew much, up the building. Yeah, and like pretty much killed like almost everyone in there. Oh, how come I've never heard of this? This is back in 2015. So it was now, just five years ago. Yeah. So now the teacher did it again. You know, the teacher showed it. Just say, hey, like, even though these awful things happen, like, we still have our freedom of speech. And yep. And then the kid, I guess, went home, oh, probably told wow. his dad. And then this whole thing happened. And then he just showed up, I guess. And then just uh, beheaded his teacher. Like, he was like 18 years old. And then. And this I, was recent? Yeah. Like, this he was recent. recently beheaded her? Yeah. Yeah, like, like, I think it's a him. Oh, like he walked into the classroom and was just like, you know, with the knife or whatever and just yeah. slit his throat and cut his head off. Yeah. I think he posted a picture somewhere. Oh, my gosh. And then I think the police was notified and they had like a standoff and the police shot and killed him. Oh, goodness. Yeah. And now the police are doing like searches across uh, France all these like people who are potential threats. Oh, so they're yeah. lo- searching for potential extremists yeah. as well. So, and I think that I heard that like um, they found some, like some people in question, but mm-hmm. um, especially the boy's father, you know, because they feel like the boy was influenced by the father to do it. But maybe he didn't even tell the father. So you can't technically say it was. Like, well, I, I think uh, I remember reading somewhere to say that the father was also like marked as an extremist too. Oh. So okay. it's kind of like so it's kind of like oh yeah the dad the father was an encouragement for right. him to to do you it you know yeah yeah and then, and then now they're having a, a, a not really a protest but more like a march or something mm. to promote the free freedom of speech but man that's crazy mm-hmm. you know for something like that to happen in this day and age like and the thing is like I feel like majority of the Muslim are really peaceful people. 
you know, and it's these extremists that makes them look bad, that gets them prosecuted. Oh, sure. That's for any group of people. You always have those like handful of people who are s- s- such terrible people that they kind of create this negative, you know, image for the rest of the people. It's kind of like Antifa. Who's Antifa? Oh my god! You don't know Antifa? I don't, I don't know Antifa. Dude, all right, hold on. <laughs> What's Antifa? Antifa. Antifa is an anti-fascist action and left-winged political movement. Oh. They're the one that are like uh, are talking about like um, kidnapping governors and. Oh, was that the group that was trying to kidnap the Michigan governor? I think so. And how they like had this elaborate plan to kidnap her, and then they had to put her on lockdown because they were so afraid that something was going to happen to her. And then like the FBI, CIA got involved, and they found like these six, uh, these six men. Who were planning to kidnap her? Are you sure it was the? Uh, yeah, it was the Michigan uh, governor. Okay, hold on. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see if it's Antifa that's doing that. I don't think it was Antifa though. Hold on, ladies and gents. Just give us a second here as we are looking through it. Are you looking up right now, too? Yeah. Oh, look it up and see if it's Antifa. I don't think it's Antifa. Uh, it doesn't say Antifa. It just says a terrorist group. I guess Antifa doesn't want to be uh, part of that. Antifa. But anyways. Um, 14 people have been charged so far. Oh, my goodness. Like... What? Is she that terrible of a person that they are plotting to, like, kidnap and murder her? I don't think... I don't think she's a terrible person. I... Man, I just don't know. I, I Like, honestly, like... It's, to me, just, like, extremist people who just want anti-government, you know? Or, like, anti-freedom. Because they feel like the whole, like, stay-at-home... Uh, rule that's been imposed on them is like taken away from their freedom and because of that they're using that as an excuse to be like well if they're trying to take away our freedom then we just gotta fight and take it back and that's probably why they decided to kidnap the governor to force them to like realize that hey you can't take away our freedom I remember they were trying to promote it too they were like uh, go and tell like a friend or two to come join Oh my you know, goodness! Uh, like they're like recruiting people. Yeah, it doesn't say it's Antifa. It just says it's just some uh, terrorist conspiracy group. Okay, but I know that the uh, Antifa was part of um, the Seattle uh, thing. You know where um, they took like a couple blocks in Seattle. They took, took they took control of a couple blocks and like blocked it off and said that this is like the new like. Oh, oh, this is like the new zone, yeah. like safe zone kind right. of thing. Right, and there's yeah. supposed to be like this like um, anti-governmental, like government zone where we're going to run, you know, this block, like how we want to run it for the people and stuff like that. And it ended up being exactly like another government. <laughs> wasn't, um, at one point, wasn't uh, uh, President Trump kind of like rooting and supporting for Antifa? When there was like that big um, 
like during the COVID when everybody was protesting no, for the, George Floyd? See, the thing is that Antifa is... I think Antifa is a left movement, a far left movement. Mm. So Trump wouldn't support that. You know, he was using that as a way to uh, denounce the left, you know, using said that Antifa is like this extremist group that's out here just terrorizing people, which they are, you know, these extremists. But oh, oh, Trump is against Antifa. Yeah. He had some of his um, uh, military men shoot some of the antifa men yeah yeah because of yeah 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 Yeah, so trump is anti-antifa yeah anti-antifa but i think that trump was pro that um uh was it it was that march that they did was it in like in texas when they marched up to the um the city hall about the stay-at-home order there were a lot of marches Right, but I remember there was one where like everyone was carrying guns and they walked into the city hall and was promoting like their I think that was Michigan. Oh, was it? Yeah. That they didn't want to stay home and they wanted like Right. Freedom? I I think that was Michigan and and um there's a lot of controversies about that. Yeah, there's just talking about how like it's okay for white men to walk in there with guns and stuff like that, but the moment, you know, Black men start to do that. It's like an issue, you know. Oh, there was a perfect contrast in New York what? during that issue. Like um, Harlem is more of a um, like a it has a bigger African American community, right? And then mm-hmm. of course you have Manhattan, that's obviously very wealthy white, mm-hmm. you know, community. And the exact same day, you have people all over Central Park, which is right in the middle of Manhattan. People are just lounging around with their blankets, no masks on. And at the time, this was like COVID, COVID, like mm. April, May COVID. Oh, yeah. And, and like, they were like, you have to have a mask. And these, there were these people just sitting on Central Park with no masks on. And these police patrols were walking up saying, hey, reminder, mask. Yeah. You know, and they had like boxes of masks and they were just handing it out to the people over on central park and then you you flash over to harlem, harlem and, and people yeah <laughs> arrested you know cops aren't approaching these you know civilians with care they're not asking hey uh do you need a mask because i have one no they were l- literally pulling out batons and saying if you don't have a mask then you need to go home or else i'm gonna beat you yeah you know yeah Pretty much. That's why. So that march that they did to the city capital, Trump was pro that march. You know, it was like, yeah, you know, the people are taking back their liberties. But they're out here yeah, like with see, no mask on. and whatnot. Hundreds of heavily armed gun activists surrounds Michigan state capital. <laughs> yeah. And Trump was like, yeah, freedom, you know, things like that. And I was just like, man. What is this? Like, what has this become? You know? And I feel like majority, like, I say like a good, like, 85% of people are just, like, in the middle going, like, yeah, it's crazy out here. You know? And, you know, it's just, like, these far and few extremists that pretty much puts everyone else, you know, under with them. And, uh, yeah, so back to France, you know, like... Now Muslims once again are being, you know, targeted as extremists, and every, like you know, if you're a Muslim, people give you the stink eye and stuff like that mm-hmm. because like one or two people that 
are Muslim decide to do something that's very extreme. That, that's just how I feel about it, though. Yeah, it just takes a couple bad eggs to kind of, like, ruin the, the face of... Oh. To ruin the <laughs> omelet? Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> wow, it's true. If you have one or two bad eggs in your omelet, it's ruined. Jeez. Hey, one time, mm-hmm. I cracked three eggs... That had double eggs. And yeah, each one had double egg. And I was like, well, when I cracked the first one and there were two eggs in there, I was like, okay, this is just a fluke. I cracked the second one. There was two eggs in there. And I was like, mm. oh my gosh. If I cracked the third one and there's two eggs in there, I don't know. You but buy a lottery. <laughs> buy a lottery I cracked the third one. There were two eggs in there too. What are the chances? Bet you any money you bought a um, double egg. No, and then all the other ones were single. Mm, dang. I just happened to have selected three that I cooked at during that meal and I had a total of six eggs. So you ate six eggs? Yeah. That's what you want to say. You just want to secretly <laughs> say you had six eggs like a fat they, egg. They weren't bad eggs. They were good eggs. <laughs> there were six eggs. She ate six eggs for breakfast. What a fatty. Well, I really just wanted three. <laughs> mm-hmm. I ended with six. That's, what, that's exactly how a fat person talks. <laughs> I, I was only trying to eat three but I ended up eating six. all right what's next on the chopping blocks uh new games oh yeah (laughs) yeah we me and chi have been uh recently been playing um plasmaphobia phasmophobia you know that's it's like why do you call it plasmaphobia i don't know there's no l in there Oh, is it not? No. It's phasmophobia or something like that. You man, English. We had this course. We had this. Uh, All you have to do is just sound out the words. No, P H is a F. Oh, sorry. Yes, see, look at you. You, you're messing up. Are you confused me? I confuse. I use confuse Ray. It was super effective. Anyways, that's all you have to do. Phasmophobia. But, but all you see is a P and then you just assume, oh yeah, plasma. There's, yeah, there's a, yeah, there's an L in there. There's like no L, there's no M. <laughs> there is an M. It's phasmophobia. Is Anywho, it? we're playing this, this ghost game, right? Well, well, I started playing with you last night. You've been playing it for over a couple of days now with yeah, your friends. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's you're like this ghost hunter who goes in and you're supposed to identify the ghost. That's her job. It's just to identify what kind of ghost it is and they just leave. Mm-hmm. But it's it's first person. You can also play in the VR and it's it's scary, you know, yeah. because you're like actually like in the game, like all these supernatural events are happening around you and then you might potentially even get killed by the ghost. <laughs> but yeah, and uh, you know, um, originally like, I, I didn't want Chi to play with, with us because uh, I feel like she wouldn't enjoy it. But not just that. I'm a scaredy cat. Yeah. I don't really like horror games because I tend to freak out really easily. <laughs> like the smallest noise and I'll freak out. Because you feel like you're in the game. That's yeah. why. You're so immersed in the whole... <laughs> well, that's uh, because you have your headphones on. So mm-hmm. all you hear are, you know... The creepy stuff that happens. Yeah, the yeah. noises in the game. Yeah. But then, uh, yeah. So t- tell us how, how you um, feel about the game. I really enjoy it. So when you guys invited me, so when Sue and his friends invited me to play, they needed a fourth person 
Um, cause I guess you guys have been playing with three people. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's nice to have a fourth person because in the game, uh, the fourth person can, can actually wait out in this like truck box. And all you do in that truck box is you just look at the cameras, mm-hmm. right? And your job is to basically kind of scroll through the camera angles and let your, um, members know if you see anything like odd or supernatural. So I'm like, okay, I could do that. <laughs> like, well, like, well, you gotta put this emphasis that in the van, it's safe. Yeah. You're safe. In the van, it's safe. Like nothing comes after me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, sure, I could do that. I could just relay messages over to my uh, team members. Um, and so that's what I did. And it was fine. Um, and when I watched you guys play, because cause I was in the truck for like the first two, three games. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, okay, you know, this is safe. I can deal with this. And then uh, you asked me if I wanted to join the hunting crew. Yeah, join the hunting crew and go out and actually explore. And I'm like, you know what? Why not? After watching them play like the first three games i'm like oh all you really do is walk around you just put a camera there you know and and you hear creepy noises every now and then and you know you kind of just run and so i'm like okay yeah i could do this (laughs) and when i finally went into uh the exploration part um, you, you hear stuff that you don't hear when you're in the truck. <laughs> yeah. I, I walked into the house and you know, you start hearing like doorknobs shaking. You can hear cabinets and doors closing. So like you're walking and all of a sudden in your like headphones, you hear something behind you and you're like, okay, turning around checking to see if anything's there. Yeah. It's like the ambience changes. Yeah. Like the moment you walk to the front door, like when you're outside on the front porch, like it's it's you just hear nothing, you know, just maybe the um the crickets and whatnot. Like that's essentially all you hear. But the moment you yeah. walk into the into the house, no. there's there's like a like a low hum. Like, yeah, mm, yeah. You know, so it's kind of like it builds the ambience of like eeriness. And then as you're walking through the house, you hear like the floor, the floors creak. Yeah, you know, you hear like someone walking. It's like now everything, like you're just in tune yeah. to every single noise that happens. Yeah, and, and and what's scary is that sometimes like your own members will scare you because <laughs> there were times where I'm walking into the kitchen and I'm not expecting anyone to be in there, and all of a sudden I turn and like uh, one of my uh, team members is standing there. You know, and it freaks you out because you're like. What the heck are you doing in here? I thought you were still, you know, yeah, back yeah, in the yeah. living room or whatever. It's poor so, communication. Right. Is what you're saying. <laughs> and then on top of that, like I was given, like you go in with flashlights, with cameras, with like the necessary um, equipment that you need to mm. capture the ghost. And I was given, what is it? Like the uh, EFT? The EMF reading? reader. E- EMF reader. Yeah. And I guess it reads like... The um, electric magnetic field. Of the what, ghost? Yeah. Yeah. So... So the thing is that it, it has like um, different levels on it. Mm-hmm. So it goes from one to five. Right. And when when you start to feel the ghost's presence, the EMF will go it will up. just spike up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's how you know like the ghost is around. Yeah. So it scares you. So yeah, I was given that equipment and I'm walking around the house and all of a sudden, beep, 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 beep. It's yeah. like at a level five, the yeah. max. And I'm just like, oh my gosh like i am standing right where the ghost, the ghost is <laughs> you know and then i walk away and they'll like drop back down to one or zero and i would take two steps forward and all of a sudden it spikes right back up to five and i'm just like oh my gosh i'm gonna die <laughs> yeah 
So the thing is that the, the whole objective of the game is that you got to find three clues to tell you what kind of ghost it is. And, you know, you have all these tools to help you find out what kind of ghost it is. So the tools range from, like, the EMF reader. You know, if it has to hit, like, a level five for it to become a, uh, a clue. The EMF reader can still go off, like, two to three mm-hmm. to four. It just means the ghost is, like, close. But it doesn't mean that it's a clue just yet. But once it hits a level five, it becomes a clue. And then that will um, kind of, like, pinpoint which kind of ghost it is. So the EMF reader is yeah. one. There's a temperature reader. Um, there is... Uh, what is I'm trying to remember the other one uh, a, a voice box one that like you know you hear the voice like the ghost talk back to you so if you hear the, <sighs> the ghost talk back to you in the voice box that's considered a clue yeah things like that so you're just trying to like you know there's like six seven methods to trying to figure it out and once you find out three of them then you're you know you're good you should just leave you know you complete the mission but sometimes like it's hard to get those response from the ghost mm-hmm. and you have to stay longer and longer to the point where the ghost starts to like um where you start to feel the ghost attack you and eventually <laughs> the ghost will attack you and kill you you know well, I, well yeah because every character has a insanity sanity oh sorry a, a sanity <laughs> level. um level mm-hmm. yeah and then uh, you know, the longer you stay in the house or the longer you you witness ghost activity and stuff that your sanity level drops and when it drops to a certain point, it just means that the ghost has a higher chance of actually attacking yeah. you. Yeah. So then, yeah, and then, you know, the, the time that you went in the house, <laughs> the only time you went in the house. The only time I went to the house was the one time we finally saw a ghost, yeah. and then the ghost came and attacked us. You know, I'm, like, thinking in my head, like, okay, this is going to be easy breezy. You know, the first three games was easy. Nothing happened. Like, they went in, out, got all the evidence they needed. We were able to figure out who the ghost is. And the one time I decide to, like, explore, uh, my real-life sanity dropped to zero. <laughs> <laughs> the real girl popped up and started chasing us around and actually, you know, eventually got me. <laughs> and she was over here just freaking out because she didn't know how to open a door. <laughs> I don't. First of all, I didn't know how to pick up items. <laughs> Second of all, I didn't know how to open and close doors. Yeah. And, like, my orientation uh, in games is so bad that like I have a hard time turning corners and running. (laughs) (laughs) So like, yeah, just imagine all of that stress added to the fact that I was going to die. Yeah, not only that, but like I I literally died right behind her. So she saw me getting killed and then she was like right at the front door, but the front door closed because the ghost attacked, the ghost will close the door. So she was just like, like stuck at the front door trying to open it with my dead body just like lingering no. behind her i heard you screaming and i was like okay i have to turn back to make sure you're okay and the moment i turned back i just saw the lady ghost dragging your body <laughs> <laughs> and i was like oh heck no <laughs> she's abandoned me like, uh-uh, i gotta go <laughs> yep and then uh Ever since then, I just stayed in the truck. <laughs> yeah, no longer participating in the house. <laughs> but you know what? You know what you should do next time, though. I think you should really help us set up. So, oh, like, oh because we're given like the five minutes yeah, to set yeah, up yeah. without any type of attacks. Yeah, and not only that, but the ghosts tend to not attack early on, anyways. Yeah. So you still have a lot of time to just set up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the next time, I think you should just grab some camera, maybe grab some of the items, and just drop them inside the house for us. And then run back to your van. Sure. 
The album and so far, are you, are you enjoying the game? Oh yeah, I I think we played maybe like a good like three hours. Yeah, three hours worth, and like I wanted to stay and, and keep play. playing. Uh. <laughs> you know, that's like that's that's good. That's a good sign to saying that you're like really interested and, in playing. You're right, and usually I don't like horror games. Like I freak out. Like just. 30 seconds into a horror game and I'm already like freaking myself out so then I can't play the game. Yeah, that because you're like in the, the horror games that well the general horror games that you play essentially it's just you versus the environment the monsters already. You know? Right. And Whereas I'm, in this one you're safe. You know <laughs> you don't have to participate in the scary stuff. But I feel like I'm contributing like I'm helping you guys. Oh yeah you, you know? are. There is so a lot then, of So then from my end I'm like okay I'm doing something you know. I'm playing a horror game, but I'm not really playing the horror <laughs> yeah. game. You know, and I'm helping. I'm, I'm watching uh, the things play out, but yeah. I'm not there. <laughs> yeah, I remember one time she saw the ghost on the screen, <laughs> froze, and didn't know what to do for 30 seconds before telling us that the ghost is coming to attack us. I I saw the ghost and I was like, "Oh my gosh, is that a ghost?" And it took me a while to like process process that. that oh, this ghost is coming after them. <laughs> Yeah, and then by then it was already too late. <laughs> I think you had died or something. Yeah, think, yeah. One of our one of my buddies already died <laughs> to the ghost. <laughs> like, oh, there's uh, a ghost. And like, yeah, we know. <laughs> killed one of us already. <laughs> but overall, yeah, it's an enjoyable but, game. But that was the first time I saw a ghost on camera, so that's mm. why it like threw me off a bit because I wasn't anticipating to. See it see, that yeah, clear. Yeah. I was maybe anticipating like a silhouette or like some type of foggy ghost figure, mm -hmm. but that was like clear, long black hair female ghost in its like entire scary attire. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> you kept looking behind me like there was something behind me, so I had to check. <laughs> this dude getting so freaked out. But yeah, so so far an enjoyable game. Yeah, we're gonna play more of it. Mm -hmm. Um, what else is there? Current news, wise. Um, I remember you had like three more. I did, and now I completely forgot. <laughs> it like just kind of disappeared. Black Friday is coming up. Oh yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> another one. They did an early one, right? Amazon and Walmart did an early one. No, Amazon Prime. Amazon has a Prime Day where like people who have Prime membership, yeah, um, get exclusive like deals. like Black Friday deals, but yeah. on Amazon. And supposedly that was supposed to happen like in July, but they had to postpone it because you know nobody has money to splurge, mm. and so Amazon wouldn't make any money if they hosted their Prime Day in July. So they actually postponed it to uh, last week in October. And Walmart decided that, hey, if Amazon's going to have a Prime Day, then we're going to have a Walmart Prime Day, too. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty smart of Walmart. But anyways, point is, Black Friday is happening. What do you think about it in regards to all this COVID? Because what I see on Walmart ads right now for Black Friday looks really good. And I feel like deals like that can attract more crowds yeah um what the thing is is like walmart you know people haven't bought any like tvs or any electronics i feel like the the 
purchasing of those materials have been on a decline yeah. ever since uh, the lockdown has happened. Mm-hmm. So I, be- I I want to think that Walmart just is trying to get people to come back out and buy them by mm-hmm. lowering the prices even, yeah. even more. Because they have a 55-inch TV going for $130. Yeah. That's crazy. I think I'm not surprised. So, it's, yeah, to me, it's like, yeah, people are going to come out now, you know? But that's so dangerous. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to do it. I think they're just going to do it like a regular Black Friday, but yeah, I feel like that's... Because, uh, yeah, we've seen the crowds, mm-hmm. you know, for Black Friday. We've seen what Black Friday can attract. So it's like, is it really a good idea to even really host a Black Friday this year? I that's don't know, dangerous. Man. It's like, is the deal good enough to get COVID? Sometimes they are, you know? Sometimes they are, man. I would wait in line for a 55-inch TV. Dude, I remember, I remember like years ago, there was a 60-inch TV going for $89. No way. Yeah. Dude, people ate that up. But you know how Black Friday is usually like, oh, we only have 20, yeah. 20 in stock, so you better be the first 20 yeah, people exactly. waiting people in line. People were like, Rushing to it. People camped out like two days before. Yeah, That's tearing each serious. other apart to it get was. that $80 TV. I'm just it's like, crazy. come on, guys. It's normally priced like 130 <laughs> 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 You're only getting $20 off. Yeah, like you're going to tear each other apart for $20? Yeah. Hey, some people do crazy stuff. Yeah, man. If that means that it saves them 10 bucks. Hey, man, I've gotten a lot of nice things on Marketplace for way cheaper. Yeah, but that's on Marketplace. That's secondhand. That's not like Walmart. Oh, I've gotten some new stuff <laughs> for way cheaper. Well, quote, unquote, new. You don't know if it's new. They just say it's new. You're, that's true. But yeah, at least in Walmart, still. you know that, you know, most of the time it's new. Mm-hmm. You know? That's why it's like people prefer to buy it from there. Because, you know, it's new. And then also, you got on the chopping blocks. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I know you have one more. Do I? Yeah, I remember you. You you named at least like three. I just don't remember what it is. Oh, do you think people are uh, are gonna do Halloween this year? Yeah. Yeah, I think they're gonna still if, hand out candy. Oh yeah, of course. I don't know, man. It'll be a social distancing handing out maybe like prepackaged bags, and they're like, "Hey, just grab one." Yeah, I know, but it's like it, imagine like it's. Don't you think it's kind of risky to have your kid go out and and get like candy from a hundred different people? You know? No, no, you know why? Because since since what I've since what I know a ton of people who take their kids out to like the pools. Yeah. You know, into like the beach, into the park, and their kids play with other kids because there's the assumption that kids can't catch COVID. No, they can. Oh no, They're I know, that, I like, know, but there's the assumption that kids are less likely right, to right, catch right. COVID. So it's kind of like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna stand on the sidewalk, have my kids run up to the front door, and get their candy and come back. Yeah, but their candy's been touched by someone else. That's not, what I'm saying. Not necessarily. You open up a bag of candy, you pour it into a Halloween basket, and, and then they you come reach and your hand it. in and you mix them. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how it works. That's Obviously, how I you've do. never like That's how I do it, all right? before. <laughs> I pour the bag into the the um the Halloween bucket, and then I reach my hand in there, and then I toss it. You know, get a one good toss around there, maybe sneeze a little bit. 
No, I know. I know <laughs> there's going to be trick-or-treating this year. There yeah. are people out there who are willing to take the risk <laughs> just just to experience trick-or-treating. To, to get some free candy? I would. <laughs> yeah, I know you would. No, just kidding. I wouldn't do that. What? Go out and get trick-or-treating? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, okay, I guess trick trains back on. I feel like Thanksgiving is going to be kind of hard. Because, because families like to come together yeah, and eat. Yeah, so Thanksgiving I know, and man. Christmas. I feel like here in the U.S., the fear of COVID is slowly like declining. Yeah, yeah. And people are just gradually go, like resorting back to their old habits where, you know, they would host um, gatherings at their house. Mm-hmm. now or go out to eat and like do things that are not so socially distance thing anymore you know what i mean yeah i do know there's a guy <laughs> <laughs> i saw somewhere there's a video of this guy right who was throwing a house party during the lockdown when mm-hmm. people weren't allowed to have more than like 10 people at their house yeah yeah he was throwing a house party and the cops showed up and it's like, you guys got to leave. Yeah. You know, disperse and stuff like that. And the guy and the, the the cops talked to the guy who owns the house, who threw the party. And they were like, he's some teenager, like 18 year old, 19 year old. Yeah. And they were like, why did you, you know, break the the house rule? Like, you know, l- less than 10 people and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And he was like, yeah, because I, I was tested positive for COVID, you know. So I was just following protocol by staying inside, but I wanted to party. So I invited all my friends to come party at my house. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, this is why COVID is spiking all over the U.S. Because people like that, you know, people who just disregard other people just for their own entertainment. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. So I'm just like, man. I, uh, <laughs> so on uh, YouTube, I get recommendations for like shows and videos and whatnot, right? Yeah. And um, I've been watching a lot of um, food shows, so like Chopped, um, Guy Fieri and his grocery, um, uh, grocery <laughs> competition or whatever. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Watching a lot of like Beat Bobby Flay type stuff, and for some reason, Keeping Up with the Kardashians appeared, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, uh. The title was something about um, um, does one of the Kardashians have COVID? I don't know why I clicked it, but I clicked it. That's how to get you. <laughs> Anything that's Kardashian related got you. I clicked it. It was like literally a one minute long, just short video from one of their episodes. <laughs> and uh, who was it? Um I believe it was Courtney's ex-husband was coughing and Kim told him, you need to stop coughing or else I'm going to kick you out. And so then the husband says, oh, I, or the ex-husband says, oh, I don't have COVID. Okay. And she says, well, hold your breath for 10 seconds. If you can hold your breath for 10 seconds and not cough, then you don't have COVID. I thought that was so bizarre. (laughs) I'm going to tell people that from now on. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. That's that's their diagnosis. Yeah, I wonder like doctors actually do that. Like, hey, hold your breath for ten seconds. Because he he kept coughing, and she was like, "Hold your breath for ten seconds, and if you can't, you know, hold your breath and not cough, then then you have COVID." Dude, you can't even hold your breath for ten seconds normally. 
<laughs> I don't know. I just thought I'd, I'd put that in there. I just thought it was funny. Oh, speaking of uh, Kardashians and TV shows, uh, you've been watching The Bachelorette recently. <laughs> How's that going? So the new season finally came out last week, Tuesday. Um, it's uh, Claire's season. Um, she was in a previous season with The Bachelor, and The Bachelor was being a douchebag. Nobody liked him. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she's been jumping around to this this uh, spinoff called Bachelor Paradise. She's- okay, so let's before we go. I don't watch The Bachelorette, okay? <laughs> I don't want to sit here and, and agree to whatever you're saying as if I saw it, no, okay. okay? But I'm just, I'm just... This is just a cheat thing. I'm just and she telling just, you. And she, she's so overwhelmed by what's going on in The Bachelorette, <laughs> she has to tell somebody, and it happens to be me, okay? So, okay, just putting out is, there, I don't watch these shows. This is good drama, okay? So, now she has her own show, and... Uh, Apparently, in the very first episode, all the guys come out of the limo and she meets them for the very first time, right? And this guy, he's a ex-pro football, football player. Yeah. He used to play for the Green Bay Packers. He's on the show. He comes out and he is just very like casual, just very straightforward, very like authentic and nice, right? He approaches her and just says, hey, like, I'm so happy to be here. I can't wait to get to know you more, blah, blah, blah. And she is, what's the word to describe it? The panties Smitten. dropped. Oh. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I think yours is oh. better than mine. <laughs> no, you can tell that she was smitten by this guy. Like, he gave her a big hug and he walked inside the house and said, I'll catch you later. And she said, I think. I quote, I think I just met my husband. Yeah. And so the host, Chris Harrison, comes out and he was like, what did you just say? <laughs> and she was like, I think I just met my husband. So the point of this is that The Bachelor and The Bachelorette is supposed to be this like eight week long season. And rumor has it that it ends like by week three because she was so smitten by this guy that she was just like, he's the one. I'm done with the show. That's it. And leaves. Yeah. And it leaves the producers and everybody like in a state of shock. Shock because they're they're like, like, well, we need to fill up the next five weeks. (laughs) So they go and they pull in another girl to take over, take over. And it's so bizarre. Yeah. Because that's all I have to say. (laughs) Because that's never happened before. Right. Yeah, because I mean that's so. So the point is, do you think, do you think, love at first sight exists? That you could just meet someone instantly and just be like, that's it, that's the person, and then not even be able to really get to know the person that well. That by week four, you're already like, he's he's the only person I want to be with, or she's the only person I want to be with. It's them hormones, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> she getting them hormones coming in. She's like, mm, I want some of that dark chocolate. That's exactly. I mean, I do believe in interest, you know, like mm-hmm. you're, you're feeling affectionate at first sight, yeah. But most of the time, it's something else speaking, you know? You know what I'm saying? Like for guys, it's someone else speaking for you. When you see a girl, you're like, oh my gosh. You're like, mm hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm interested. I'm in love, but that's someone else saying I'm in love. You know what I'm saying? 
You guys care what I'm saying? <laughs> is is that how you make your decisions? I don't make them. <laughs> it's already oh been my made. Gosh. <laughs> it's already been made. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going along for the well, ride. Well, I feel bad for you because back in the day, I, I used to be so tomboyish mm-hmm. that um, See, there were there were guys who ac- accidentally mistaken me for a, a boy. There was girls who asked you out before. Yeah. yeah. Let's just say that when I when I decided to go out with you, it was an intelligent decision. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that. I look back at pictures of me back in like middle school, high school, and I cringe because I was so tomboyish. Like you cringe. I, yes, How do I, you cringe. I feel. I wore baggy jeans with baggy shirts. Mm-hmm. Like I hit puberty pretty late, so like twenty like two. <laughs> so like I was so flat chested. It was just confusion yeah. all over the place. Dude was changing the boys' locker room, <laughs> smacking the boys in the butt. Like, nice gang out there. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's pretty... Uh, okay, besides the point. But yeah, I mean, isn't that what The Bachelor is all about? The Bachelor and The Bachelorette? Is to find your husband? Yeah. So, I mean, where is in the rules that says they had to spend eight weeks to find the husband? I mean, there's not a rule, but I think... Um, these shows get financial support to go on for eight. Right. So if you can't meet those requirements, it's kind of like, oh, well then. Then what? We have to return the money. You know, I don't know how, I don't know how like business filming business works. So. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't wouldn't know how to like get from that point. Yeah, because you you have the main character that's coming to you and saying, "I'm done. I'm done. Like yeah. he's the one." And what do you do? No, you just have to stick it out another eight weeks. Just play around, make out with some of these guys, you know, <laughs> and, and and we'll just keep it going. And in the end, you could just pick him. And it's like, but yeah, but, but she why? Yeah, didn't you say she felt like it was unfair for the other guys to yeah. be strung along? Yeah, she said that she didn't want to like string them along. Um, just to break their hearts, blah, blah, when she is clearly, clearly, like, Dead confident on that guy. she knows this is the one she wants. I don't know, man. Yeah, like, like just bringing in another girl would be kind of awkward because, like you said, like, then they select these men just for her. Yeah. And now they're having another girl come in just to pick up, like, <laughs> yeah, pick like up. these men aren't for me, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. I don't know how, how I would feel if I was the other guys. I would like, damn, like wasting my time. Yeah, that's why a lot of them got really angry. And they, on the show, when they did like their premiere, some of the guys were uh, calling her old. Because she's 39. She's the oldest bachelorette. They're Dang. like, we expected more from the oldest bachelorette. So like her age was kind <laughs> of, they were slapping her in the face with her age. But the thing is, that's the point with being old. You know what you want. Yeah, you know what you want. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. So when she saw him, she was like, mm, that's some fine dark chocolate. I mean, I mean, he is pretty right. good looking. He's handsome. Sure. I'm not going to say he, he's attractive. Yeah. I mean, you guys can say things like that. I can't because then, you know, <laughs> makes me feel less manly, masculine. 
Yeah. Nah. But yeah, yeah, he's good looking, you know. So I can see why she decided to go for mm-hmm. him, and I think that's the reason why, like, they don't. I think I think the producer is gonna understand that not to choose older women anymore, because they know what they want. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like most of the time, the older you get, the more you be like, you know what you want. I mean, you see it, that's what you want. Whereas when you go for like the younger ones, they're still trying to find themselves. They don't necessarily know what they want. So they kind of need those eight weeks to feel it out, you know, feel out which guys they think is perfect for them. Yeah. But yeah. Boo. Boo. And I don't care. <laughs> I can't care less about The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. I've watched The Bachelorette since I was, what, in middle school? Since season the, one. The very beginning, season one, with my mom. And to this day, we still watch it. We'll call each other and say, hey, what do you think about this guy? <laughs> or what do you think about this girl? You think you think they're meant to be? <laughs> yeah. See, to me, I was like, oh, boring. Um, boring. Because I want to be The Bachelor. Oh, please. <laughs> you like how we talk about this and we're like, you could be The Bachelor. I'll just be one of the contestants. And in the end, you'll just choose me. But let's just go on the show so that we can travel around the world. <laughs> <laughs> they take you on these like expensive trips. Yeah, man. But I mean, that's a that's a long way just to just just to travel. It's <laughs> a lot of like planning just to travel around. You'll just. I could be the bachelorette. You could be one of the guys then. No. <laughs> one so I could kiss all the guys yeah. on the show. And at the end, <laughs> I'm the runner up. Oh, there we go. There you go. There we go. And then, and then, and then I'll I, come back yeah. and be like, you were the one I lost. And I'm back here to fight for you. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then I'll be the runner up and I'll start another show. You can come back. No, there's no double runner ups <laughs> like that. Hey. There is really mm-hmm. so. There has been a time where there the- has been a time. One bachelor, I think, I believe his name was Brad. Uh, he had a a show, selected a girl, didn't work out, and was like, "I want a second chance." Came back, selected another girl, <laughs> still didn't work out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's only twice. I'm talking about you were the bachelorette. Then I'll be on the oh, show. Oh, no, yeah, that has happened. Yeah, I know. What I'm saying is that you're the bachelor. I'm the bachelor, right? That coming to try to swoon mm-hmm. you. I'll be the runner-up, okay? Then I'll get my show, okay? Mm-hmm. And then you'll be runner-up. But if you're runner-up, then they don't do another show of you. Or is, is that what you're saying, how it works? So there's this guy. His name is Nick Vile. That's, that's how famous he is, and okay. I know his story. He lives... He's from Milwaukee, mm-hmm. where we grew up. That's that's why I know of him. Okay. Anyways, he was on a show. He was on The Bachelorette. He was one of the guys. He uh, was a runner-up. Okay. Okay. Um, and then he went and did his own show. Uh-huh. Didn't do so well. Well, he picked a girl, but they didn't work out. And then one of the other girls from another season ended up one of the runner-up girls from another season ended up getting her own show, and then he came back because he really liked that girl. Mm. He came back to be a contestant. 
Yeah, but I can't come back for that. And you know what's funny? For both of those girls, he was runner-up. And for both of those girls, he slept with them on the show. Hey, yo, my boy Brad. <laughs> His name is Nick. I mean, yeah, my boy Nick. <laughs> Getting the work done. Sly Nick, as they call him. <laughs> and he he's one of those guys on the show where everybody hates. Oh. Yeah. But for some reason, the girls love. He yeah, must be really good in bed. No, nah, they love they love a bad boy. Girls but love bad boys. But he's not really a bad boy. He's he's actually more. He has that uh, annoying Conf- kind of. What, yeah, yeah. He has that uh, jockey. Uh, no, he's not even a jock. Uh, condescending kind of personality. Nah, I don't know. No, he's, okay. he's using big words. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> Dumb it down for me. But, but yeah, anyways, uh, do you have any more topics? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I don't know. I felt like I had like a list of them and then they all just kind of disappeared somewhere. I bet you any money after this podcast is done, 10 minutes later, you'll be like, oh my gosh, we had to talk about this. <laughs> we had to talk about that. It's just a bunch of stuff. Do you believe that the presidential... Uh, uh, we're gonna know who the election the pres- is yeah, literally yeah. three weeks away. Mm-hmm. That, like, in a month's time, we're gonna find out who our next president's gonna be. Yeah, man, this is gonna be the weirdest election ever because a lot of the uh votes are gonna be through uh mail in mm-hmm. ballots. I voted mm-hmm. through mail, and it's just gonna be like, <laughs> how is this like? Like, what's stopping the guy from just tossing a bunch of these bags away, you know? Yeah, that, that's why people were complaining about how they've gone to the post office and they would just see garbage bags full of mail. Yeah. And they're just like, people are not taking these in. So that's why Trump was talking about how, like, he doesn't want mail-in ballots because he knows that they're going to try to, like, cheat the system. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, there's not enough voting spl- uh, yeah. places for people to go. Like, I heard, like, in some cities, it's just, like, one or two spots. I, I was reading somewhere and they said that because um, these um, mail-in ballots, they give you an envelope to put it in, right? So it's obvious that, okay, this is a, a absentee ballot, you know, when you're sending yeah. it. And so I was reading somewhere and they were like, if you're going to send an absentee ballot, please put it in like one of those um, uh, manila folders or whatever, manila envelopes, seal it. Pay the extra, I don't know, two bucks certified so that it makes it to um, wherever it needs right. to, yeah. Versus, you know, just doing it through that absentee envelope that they give you. Yeah. Because then they'll look at it and be like, oh, it's an absentee ballot. Well, we're going to keep it over here in the meantime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So this is going to be like, this is the most corruptible election, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. It's the most, the one where you could like influence a lot of the votes, you know? Because, I mean, who's to say that like the electronics one aren't, aren't messed with, anyways? Right. Who knows? I don't know. I just feel like as, as important as these elections are, to be honest, like the, it's the least amount I've heard of it. Well, that's because, um, if COVID wasn't something that's happening, yeah, then be more there'll like, be more like, oh, you'll probably see more of Trump doing yeah, his yeah. rallies. You'll see more of Joe Biden doing his rallies. You know, there'll right, be more exactly. like debates, things like that. But because of all of this, everything has just been kind of like 
on a pause. That's what I'm saying. It's kind of, it's kind of weird. Like, like, like it doesn't even feel like an election right, year. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, like the. I don't, don't even know, know who's who running. Is. Shut up. You know who's running. <laughs> How are you gonna vote and not know who's running? <laughs> yeah, it's like the, it's a month away. And you barely hear anything about it if you're not paying attention, yeah. you know? Normally, during an election year, if you're not paying attention, man, you're going to hear a word. You know, you can see commercials mm-hmm. everywhere. But it's just kind of weird because of COVID. It's just like nothing, you know? And through a month from now, you're going to be like, oh, snap. Like, they vote. Like, the president's decided, you know? And yeah. You're just going to forget all about it. But, man, I don't know. It's all over the place. <sighs> Anywho, uh, anything else you want to talk about? I'm sure I'll think of something when this podcast is <laughs> over. Alrighty, then. I guess um, that's it for today's current events podcast. I guess we'll catch you on the next one. See ya. Peace.